What is up, guys? How is it going? We are back, baby. Nice little different format today. We got some familiar faces on here. We got the Swift, man. And we got Hunter, man. You already know. We got to bring Hunter. Hunter's coming back. I'm pretty sure every every Dolphins W, he's got he's going to come back and talk his shit. It has, yeah. to, it has to be done. And, you know, I'm not a I mean, Dolphins supporter. I'll be here supporter. every week. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I'm not a Dolphins supporter, but, look, I'm not going to lie. Before we get started, my quick story. My dad, who is a Ravens fan. Uh, we were swapping back and forth between the games, and it was like, I'm not going to lie. It's the first year I like the Dolphins. I'm like, you know, I like their coach, man. The coach got swag. But that being said, man, I'm not going to do this Dolphins game justice. So, Hunter, how about you? You were actually there, so how about you just take it away, man? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Dolphins-Bills uh, ended up being 21-19. Dolphins-W. Uh, I was in attendance with Swift. Um, and let me tell you what a game. Uh, it started off, you know, pretty, it started off, I think how everyone expected Josh Allen driving down the field. No one can stop him scoring a touchdown. That's what we expected. Right. And Dolphins then I showed out. up. Yeah. And then, and then Swift showed up. He did come late. He missed the first drive and a half. Dolphins came out and they looked pretty stale. They, I mean, there were so many Bills fans in the stadium. It was, it was crazy. Um, you know, we punted and then we got defensive play of the game. Uh, you know, pinned them at their own one yard line, ended up getting a strip sack onto Josh Allen, recovering it and scoring the touchdown, which brought the score to seven, seven. And let me tell you from there, it was just a movie, uh, you know, two going down, my heart dropped. Um, I, you know, we were, it was just before halftime. So I had decided to go get a refill on my drink. Uh, and so I'm sitting there watching the TV and I'm looking at Tua and he's stumbling and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, uh, you know, there's a bunch of Bills fans in the line around me, and they're, like, cheering. I'm like, oh, my God. These people have no class. No, no shame, class. no class. No shame, no, no class. class. Yeah, I, I will say that if, if you're wishing an injury upon somebody, like, like be better. Don't do that. Be better. Be better. Be better. Um, but, yeah, no, Tua came back out at half after halftime, and let me tell you, the stadium was electric. Uh, you know, I think biggest play of the game, biggest offensive play of the game is definitely Tua, third and 22, you know, 50-yard bomb hitting Waddle in stride Waddle. right at the five-yard line. Beautiful pass, beautiful catch, beautiful route by Waddle. I mean, it was just a beautiful play all around. And let me tell you, if that's last year, Brian Flores is calling like a, you know, like a halfback draw right up the middle trying to just mitigate some damage. But Mike McDaniel <laughs> put his nuts on the table. He said, we're ripping this bitch down the field, taking the top off, and scored a touchdown on that drive. Uh, that's the touchdown that ultimately ended up winning the game. Uh, we all know what happened next infamous will go down in history the butt punt no one will ever forget that he got hit right in his asshole it was <laughs> i mean it was crazy uh and then the dolphins defense was the story of the game i think they made a state you know they ended up getting a you know getting a stop and uh just look at the stats we have josh allen throwing the ball 63 times for 400 yards and two touchdowns he only had one turnover the fumble but he did fumble the ball a couple times and he did throw a couple of really bad throws that almost got picked off especially on that last drive there were three throws that uh were, we're just dropped yeah no they were dropped by the yeah. by the by the dolphins defenders they hit him right in the hands there should have been three interceptions um what's it called yeah so i mean i think the Bills had 90 offensive plays to the Dolphins 39. Uh, I mean, I'm a possession 40 minutes to 20 minutes. It, it it was it was a defensive 
work of art by the Dolphins. It was. They, the Bills in the first two games looked unstoppable. No one could stop them. And the Dolphins went in there and they punched him in the mouth. Uh, you know, Tua, obviously the stats don't jump out at you, but big time players, 18 times. big time players make big time plays. Tua in his last 10 starts is nine and one. He's a winner. I don't care what you say. He's got a noodle arm. We've proved that wrong. Uh, you know, he, he don't got that dog in him. We proved that wrong. Obviously. Come on. I mean, no matter what you want to say about Tua, he's a winner. He's, I think, like 15 and nine in his career as an NFL starter, nine and one in his last 10 games. Uh, just beat the heavy Super Bowl favorites in the Buffalo Bills to take sole possession of the lead in the AFC East and the AFC. Uh, and they looked like a top two team in the NFL right there with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, great game overall. Uh, I give it nine out of 10. Hey. Well, not, a, not at a 10 out of 10 because it didn't hit the over. No, I didn't hit the over. Great yeah, game, like over. like you said, man. I, I was, from a non-biased perspective, I was kind of flipping back and forth between the Ravens game and this game. And um, I want to just say, you know, this isn't about the game. I mean, it is, but it's not really. But like, first of all, you know, it's legal. I'm not going to shame the Dolphins for doing it. But the way that they built that stadium, where they get the entire shade. If anybody's been down here in Miami, bro, 100 degrees in the shade is different than 100 degrees in the sun. Like, these Bills players were literally dying on the field. Again, I don't hate – hey, man, if the NFL lets you do it. You got to do it. I'm I pro, don't hear you saying anything about them. the Seahawks. They got the same shit. They got the same thing. You know what's the difference, man? The Seahawks can't beat – the Seahawks lose to themselves. The only team they beat was Denver, and that's because it, – Listen, it's, you know, it's, called, it it's called home field advantage for a reason. I fully agree. I just think every every building should be domed retractable roof whatever it's chilling but i think that because some of the games like i'm sorry but watching stefan Diggs come out of the, the game every other play was not entertaining you you don't want to see um jake kumaro and jameson crowder out there i'm i'm sorry i want to see stefan Diggs for his Xavier howard you feel me i mean the way i look at it is if people are going to complain about that then i think the dolphins fans are just going to complain about the fact that buffalo doesn't have any heaters on the sideline in the winter that's even. I would say that's worse. Uh, but but I'm I'm agree. I'm not, I'm not saying this is just a Dolphins thing. I agree with you. I I think domes should be required. I think that takes away home field advantage. Home field advantage isn't just the fans in the stands. It's you're in your home field. Miami practices. Miami practices in the hundred degree heat outside. You know, Buffalo practices in the nice weather they got up north. I mean, like. But they they're used to the cold. If Miami goes up in the cold, they're not used to that. That's that's not who that's not what that's not what the Dolphins are used to, and they're probably going to get punched in the mouth if they have to play in you know below freezing weather. But when no, it comes to when it comes to it being a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity outside, that's the Dolphins. That's their bread and butter. And you know if they're the if people are if people are going to fault them for being the best conditioned team in the league, then whatever. I mean. Hey, let us know. Let us know in the comments uh, who, who, what you guys think about this home field advantage situation. You know, we're we're kind of split in between Hunter uh, and Lewis, so you know, we we'd love to hear what you guys think. Yeah, absolutely. Jump into the next game here, man. I got to talk about my Ravens. I got to talk about the Ravens, man, because another another Lamar MVP performance. Uh, fun little stat for you guys. He has more touchdowns accounted for than every single NFL team except for the Detroit Lions. This one man has more touchdowns than every team, the same amount or more touchdowns than every single NFL team except for the Detroit Lions. They have one more. 
He's accounted for 12 touchdowns through three games. If like, hey, uh, Eric DaCosta, I don't know if you're listening, bro. Pay this man, please. I beg you as a, pay this man whatever he wants. Give him the fully guaranteed. I don't give a shit, man. I need to see this man in a Ravens uniform until his last. I got another jersey, man. I had one. I got another one. He needs a Patrick Mahomes treatment. 10 years, 500 mil. Give him, give him a house. Give him the keys to the stadium. Do like uh, PSG did Mbappe. Do that to Lamar, please. Um, but just to to stick with the game here, bro. I mean, obviously you guys see four tutties. The pick he threw it was it was he was targeting Bateman. It was early in the game. Um, two hundred eighteen yards is not impressive, but uh, he we really didn't throw the ball a lot, and it was just a lot of Andrews, man. Andrews was cooking. Duvernay, I know he only had two for twenty five in a tud, but my God. Evan Duvernay is Himothy. Um, best punt returner in the league. I think that's been proven. He's been no, uh, it's not. no punt no. returner. Two-time two time pro uh, all-pro returner. He's the a league in kick return and punt return yards. The rookie in so, Dallas. He's Come he's on. pretty he's, he's pretty Turpin. clean. He all is right, be, be, disgusting. Best punter in the best punter in the um AFC. AFC. I, yeah. I'll, I'll do, I'll, 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 I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll, he'll stick with that. Almost busted out uh, like a 90 yard return touchdown just crazy and then finish off the drive with a tutty uh some things i wanted to get uh get to is justice hill is looking very very nice he's always been fast but um i think he just looks better because we don't have anybody doing anything um jk dobbins came back looked pretty decent obviously they eased him back very slowly somebody you should definitely be keeping an eye on i would i think we play the bills this week so don't start him but next week after buffalo i think you should look at that and the patriots just looked they look pretty decent on offense. Our defense, you know, we got three picks. Ramondre looks great. Uh, I think. I'm sorry. I, what's what? Do you guys think uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre? Like, who do you think is better? Because I think, for me personally, I think Ramondre is um, significantly better than Damian Harris. I wouldn't say miles better, but I think he's clearly the better runner and just pass catcher. I think he's just a better player. I mean, it's hard to go off this game if you go back to the stats from last game. Damian Harris, no, is clearly, I, yeah, clearly. The I'm talking about the eye test. Game. Yeah, I'm talking about just the eye test, watching them both run. Uh, Ramondre runs through people. He looks better, has better vision, hits the hole harder, better hands. Um, I don't know, man. I just personally, interesting to give this man the key. Um, and Mac Jones got hurt, man. Unfortunately, like we said, we don't wish injury upon anybody. I hate seeing people get hurt. The Ravens were down to their fifth left tackle. Lamar was still doing Lamar things. You know, 100 yards, rushing, four touchdowns, one on the ground. Just the marvelous, man. That's all it is, man. All the time we play Buffalo, so we're gonna we're gonna do something for y'all, man. We're gonna we're gonna go. I think we play Buffalo in Buffalo. Oh, actually, no, we play them in we play them in uh, MTNT. We're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna try to help you guys out so you guys can take this division a little easier this year. Yeah, I'm you taking know. Buffalo's. I'm taking Buffalo. Sorry, I'm taking the Bengals, but <laughs> that's, that's aside from the fact. I think. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah. Um. Before I go to the next game, I'm just gonna say that. You, you guys have not had a real test yet. This will be your first real test. The Jets and the Patriots, and who else? The Dolphins. Oh, but you lost, so it doesn't really count. 38 points. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens this week. Moving on to the next game, we got the Eagles beating the Commanders 24-8. It's It wasn't even really a contest, and why I'm talking about this game is uh, one reason, and it's because... It wasn't last week, but the week before, you know, Lewis had some things to say about Devonta Smith, and he didn't believe. He didn't believe. I, I, I said it myself. I said that he is too talented to be putting up those numbers that he did in week one, which was nothing. 
And for back-to-back weeks, he's been a top Cooking. 15 receiver. So he's being generous. Cooking. So, so Lewis, what, what's going on with Devonta? Look, man, I'll be honest. It wasn't even more of a Devonta thing. It was just an offense thing. Um, I, I was wrong about the offense in general. I love the offense. I didn't think they can support two receivers. But the way Jalen Hurts is playing, shit, he's supporting everything. And it's been a, a common, common theme. They're, they're not even, they're not doing anything in the second half because they've been in control of every game they've been in. I'm pretty sure if this, if this game was, if they were to play somebody and it was supposed to be a close game, Devontae could go for more and so can AJ. This team looks incredible. Incredible. They sacked Carson Wentz nine times. That's almost more times than Justin Field dropped back to throw the ball. <laughs> this is incredible. Poor Carson Wentz. <laughs> It, it wasn't a it wasn't a welcome home for sure for sure. Hunter, what do you think about like you know Carson Wentz had actually a, a great two, first two weeks. What what do you think about like this per- performance? Is it like the O line's fault? Like what happened? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to blame everything on one specific group or one specific person. I mean, I think Carson Wentz is a talented quarterback. I think he's limited, and I think he knows his limits. Uh, but I mean. Just the Eagles look crazy. They look really, really, really good. Eagles, Dolphins, Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Uh, Ravens won't even make the playoffs, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> you want to do a water bet on that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> we, could, we could bet. We could bet. Yeah, we could bet the Ravens to make the playoffs. We'll talk about oh, it. We'll okay. talk about it. Okay. The next game is the Packers beating the Buccaneers fourteen to twelve, and let me tell you, Boring. if Brady did not get that last second touchdown everything that i said about this team this week would have smashed because brady was the qb 25 right before he threw that touchdown fournette is the qb i mean the rb 22 i believe or the 20 and i said he would be the rb 18 smashed i told you to not play the buccaneers this week and if you if you if you listen to me you know i'd expect a thank you yeah, you'd be we'd be chilling. Russell Gage twelve for eighty seven and a tutter though. <laughs> Are you picking him up in any league? No. Mike Evans is coming back. I fully agree. <laughs> <laughs> that man, the the one game wonder, there you got it from me. Hey, you talked about it about Russell Gage too. You I said he was a um, decent receiver. Who me? Or Hunter? Yeah, it was you. you, yeah, you Lewis? Do. I, don't, I don't I don't even know I Russell said, Gage. I said what about Russell Gage? I, I, I mentioned Russell Gage and Brashad Perriman as being decent receivers, and, and you Fuck said, no. and you, I said no to Brashad Perriman. I said, mm. I said, Brashad I mentioned both Perriman. of them in that sentence, so you know, I assumed it was to both of them. No, it was for Brashad Perriman. I've seen him drop plenty of passes before. Um, but uh, yeah, this is honestly, this was a, a I watched the entirety of this game, and my eyes were bleeding. It, these offenses suck, bro. They had no receivers. Like, yeah, Gage had 12 catches. I don't think he got one for more than, like, 14, 13, 15 yards. He sucked, bro. Like, not sucked. Like, he got open. But, like, the lack of explosiveness in this offense is where the most explosive player on the field, I shit you not, was 37-year-old Randall Cobb. He caught one, like, slant route, made, like, four people miss, got, like, 30-some, 40-some yards. Oh, 40 yards, whatever. Boring-ass game. Yeah, the only reason we're talking about this game is just because you know this is week three in a row that that Brady is not doing it, and I think he's quarterback twenty five on the year, twenty seven yeah. on the year. Sucks. Yeah, you know he, he's 
he's he's slowly like just falling off that cliff you know it's like it's like a snowball effect it's just the ball's just gonna get bigger every week you'll see you'll see i amen talking about a snowball effect this game right here was just it was icy man it was a great game it was things were going good i had actually bet on the lions to upset but the only thing they upsetted was me i got very upset watching this fucking game um should have took the spread yeah but i was i gotta do I, i'd be doing like one dollar money line bets throughout the entire week just just to see how i do and and started two and seven and oh yeah I, I know i commented went That's seven hard. in a row my parlay missed i had a, a six pick parlay that break because of the giants so i only put a dollar but it was to pay out like 34 anyways um deandre swift is hurt apparently it's serious i think he's gonna be out through the bye week um Hopefully he's fine, bro, because he is looking very, very good. Very, very explosive, per usual. Alvin Cook also got hurt. This game was the running backs ended up not finishing the game for both teams. Alvin finally finally got a tutty, man. The man finally got a tutty. Things were going right, and then his shoulder decided to dislocate. Um, I did tell you, Joseph, Almond Raw was outside of the top 25 this week, and he was. I'm glad your bet hit. I'm pretty sure it was 72 and a half yards and he got 73. He did you right. Yeah, it was 70 and a half. Yeah. All right. He, yeah, he got you right at least. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, this was a interesting game. A lot of points were being put up. KJ Osborne outscored Justin Jefferson significantly. Another snooze fest from Jay Jettis. Uh, what's your concern level, guys? One through 10 on Justin Jefferson. Zero. Okay. Dude, I mean, he was triple covered the whole game. But is he going to keep seeing that? They okay. lost. The Lions lost. Teams are going to look at it and go, okay, wait, they triple covered Justin Jefferson, but they lost. Yeah. You, you know, know, it's not, it's not, if it worked, if like the, the Vikings got blown out, then probably, but I mean, the Lions triple covered him and he, and they lost. So obviously it didn't work. Uh, Justin Jefferson is too talented. I think that his limits are, that he is too talented and teams do want to target him and Kirk Cousins is not good. <laughs> not <quarterback talented>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I fully agree. Before we get into the last game here we're gonna talk about, I actually wanna I also wanna state that my um my saucy take of the week, Mr. C Pat, he did your boy he did your boy right, man. I said top ten, I think he finished top five. Yeah. 50, I'm actually in the same game. same boat as you. Um Damian Pierce, I said top twelve, he was R B eight. And in DK Metcalf, I said fifteen. He was uh, seventeen. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a a four solid dubs last week for the saucy takes. Technical difficulties. There we go. How are we looking, Lewis? Lewis. No, it's it's all right. Y'all go okay. um, go ahead into the last game and don't don't you worry. I'm getting this fixed. All right. All right. Last game, Monday night game. We had uh, Cowboys Giants. In New York, or should I say New Jersey, um, a couple of takeaways here. Cooper Rush is him. Cooperman, uh, he looked great, honestly. He looked really, really good. Um, he should have another 60 yards tacked onto his total and a tutter. CD Lamb dropped a wide open, in-his-hands touchdown. Uh, you know, So this game probably shouldn't have been as close as it was. Uh, but I mean, I think another talking point here is what is going on in that backfield. Tony Pollard 
13 carries for 105 yards, 8.1 average. That is insane. Yeah, this is a this is a very similar situation to Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, in my opinion. This is a split backfield. Um, Pollard had one target, and Zeke had one target as well. So they they pretty much had the same touches. Um, if I have any of these guys, I think they're. I think Zeke is touchdown dependent, and I think Tony Pollard is is a solid RB two, in my or, or like maybe a maybe a flex play. Yeah, maybe a flex play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the efficiency that he's putting up is is able like if he gets a touchdown, he's he's an RB two. You know. Yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> touchdown dependent. We can just look at that as a case study. Um, Another takeaway here is CeeDee Lamb had 12 targets, 8 catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown. And let me tell you, that touchdown catch was in it was crazy. You you know, you would look at that and you'd be like, oh, that's the catch of the week. But it wasn't because George Pickens on Thursday Night Football had what I would say is probably the second best catch of all time. People could argue the best. Um, yeah, that is, is insane. That CeeDee Lamb touchdown actually won me two leagues simultaneously. Um, shout out Solid, GG's. Um, I ended up beating him by point fifty two. Oof. So um, bad beat. Yeah. Thing. Bad, yeah. bad beat. Uh on the other side of the ball here we got Saquon Barkley, who, you know, looks like the best running back in football. He got that dog in him, man. He's he, back, bro. He got that dog in him. Uh 14 carries for 81 yards, 5.8 average. He had a tutter. Um he also got some decent receiving work for targets, for receptions, 45 yards. I mean, he looked great, great, great. That offense can, I think, if that offense is, in my opinion, that offense is one wide receiver away from being a really, really good offense. Because right now, teams can just kind of like, you know, home in on Saquon Barkley and just shut him down. I mean, he's too talented to be shut down, but they can limit him. But if you get if you get a real real like deep threat or a real you know good wide receiver on that team like somebody I don't know Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, <laughs> Odell, I mean he's he wants to come out of retirement. I mean like Odell Beckham Jr. looked great last year. Uh, they just lost Sterling Shepard. Terrible injury. I mean, please can we just start playing games on grass? So, you know, yep. we got a bunch of it. I don't know why yeah. we're playing on turf. <laughs> Kenny Galladay is looking like the worst contract in NFL history. Uh, $80 million to do nothing, literally nothing. He has a dream, dream, dream job. Uh, but there's, there are no other receivers on that team. Their best, are, their best wide receiver, Sterling Shepard, is, is out for the year. Uh, so they're going to be looking towards Richie James and David Sills, people that no one's ever heard of until, you know, now. now uh, yeah. There are plenty of receivers out there in free agency that they can grab. I think that the number one on the list is Odell Beckham Jr. I think OBJ would love to probably come back to New York, uh, you know. But, yeah, overall, overall, it was a pretty good game. You know, it did come down to the last drive. Daniel Dimes. Danny Dimes did do what Danny Dimes does. He threw a pick. <laughs> uh, threw a dime to the other team. Threw a dime right to the other team. But, overall, I think it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a pretty good game. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens when Dak comes back because Cooper Rush looks good. He looks really, really good. I, I will say that the first half of that game was a snooze fest, and I'm very thankful I did not waste any time watching it. I ended up tuning in uh, in the third quarter right when they started scoring. And but I, I would I wouldn't say it was it was a great game. You know, I would say 
It was decent. It was decent. You know what's crazy? When you were just talking about, oh, the Giants need this, that receiver. Like, they have it. Like, he's just not healthy. I feel like if Tony's there, this offense is different. I, uh, I don't know. Tony and Wandale. I mean, they. this is the, the regime pick, Wandale Robinson. Um, I don't know when he's going to be back, but I imagine it's not going to be too far away. I think Saquon, obviously, I'm, I'll be honest, I think Saquon looks like the best running back in the league. Is that is that? Too much of a Nick Chubb. I mean, I think Nick Chubb looks great. I mean, yeah, him and Nick Kirk, Chubb are. I think if Kareem hand Hunt, hand. if Kareem Hunt isn't on that team, I mean, Nick Chubb might rush yeah. for two hundred yards a game. It's. Crazy. I don't know. I think I think James Robinson is in that conversation. All right, moving on. Uh, but from a talent perspective, we're moving man, it's on. Not, it's not the same. It's not the same, man. I just gagged a little bit. James Robinson <laughs> is a good running back. Oh yeah, that's another t- talking point. Well, we could. That'll be a nice. That'll be a nice segue into our next segment which we are going to be talking about our fantasy league we'll be talking about matchups we're going to be talking about players you know you you know buy low sell high who do you want to hold who you want to keep your eye on who you're looking at waiver wire picks all that jazz but i think that the most important thing to look at right now is the top 10 running backs so far in the uh nfl or uh in fantasy football uh how do i pull this up here on just know that they're very bad as he pulls that up. Like I think yes. there's only two that were taken in the first three round, and it's Saquon and Chubb. Yes. Everybody so is, here we yeah, go. Yeah. The the top ten running backs fantasy wise, full PPR. Uh, we have Saquon Barkley, and then we have Nick Chubb. No surprises there. I think people wouldn't be surprised to see that. Surprises start here. James Robinson, Clyde edwards alaire DeAndre Swift. You know, we had we had a rough stretch there. James Robinson, Clyde Rizzolaire, and then we got DeAndre Swift, who looks great. Cordell Patterson, who I thought a lot, I think a lot of people thought was going to have a huge regression this season, and he is shutting them right up. And we got Aaron Jones, and then then we really get into the meat of it. Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert are above Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler, who I think everyone looked at as the consensus top three picks in fantasy, uh, in standard one QB. Two flex, full PPR formats. I think that those were the top three uh, guys in terms of ADP. Uh, and we have guys like Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert above them. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. I think the biggest shocker is if we scroll down here, all the way down, we got to keep going. We're, we're scrolling through players who are still on waivers. We scroll down here. There he is. I think he is number 54, Alvin Kamara. Oof, my take's he, looking bad has been outscored this season by Daryl Williams, Mark Ingram, Zach Moss, Xander Horvath. I don't I've never even heard of that guy. Uh, Alexander Madison, JD McKissick, uh, Jarek McKinnon, Rex Burkhead, Eno Benjamin, Samaj P. Ryan, uh, Dontrell Hillard. Uh, what's it? What how else we got here? Ramondre Stevenson, Jeff Wilson. Well, I mean, we could kind of let that pass because Elijah Mitchell is injured. Uh, but still, it's a bunch of nobodies. Still, I mean, and, and we still got the two guys in the top ten. Yep. Uh, Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert. I mean, I mean, what bust bust of the year? Biggest bust of the year? Is I think it's too, I think it's too soon to say. And there's also somebody at the receiver position in that same division who's been pretty shitty, which has been DJ Moore which I think will segue us perfectly into players that I am personally buying low on. Um, the man manning all these screens for you guys right here. 
yeah, he's a proud holder. <laughs> I wouldn't say proud anymore, but he's a, he's a holder of of Sir Sir DJ Moore, and and I want some more and more. I have him in the league. I'm not trading him. Um, ironically enough, he we had a trade go down. I I got Chris Olave last week for fifty fab. Um, Swift man, how do you feel about giving me Olave for fifty or fifty fab? For the record, I I didn't want to do that trade. I, I was I, I told Lewis that I was dropping him, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait! I'll I'll buy him from you. Let me give you some fab." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, like I wasn't gonna get anything for dropping him, so might as well get something out of it." Of course, he pops off, you know. But hey, man, it's it's how life works sometimes. Yeah. It is what it is. But definitely, um, definitely, Lewis, you might cut off, um, but. Yeah, so Hunter, you want to talk about some trade targets or buy buy lows, sell highs? Yeah, I mean, me personally, I I, I have my eyes on a couple guys here. Um, Al Pitts, I think, is number one on that list. Uh, he's too talented, uh, you know, and just the way that he's looked these first three weeks, uh, I think he's a perfect buy low candidate. Um, Another guy who people should be trying to buy, who I have in two leagues, is Brees Hall. Um, he looks great. He looks really, really great. Um, through his in in you know in his first three weeks, uh, he has ten points, thirteen points, and fifteen points. Only improving, but I think that the big, big uh, thing to look at here is in week one he had nine targets, and then in week three he had eleven. Um, that is wild for a running back. Wild, wild for a running back. Um, I think that he ends up taking over this backfield somewhere around week six, week seven, uh, and you know he could be a consistent, a consistent seventeen to twenty point game per game score. Uh, you know through the end of the season. Uh, you know, so in your leagues, I would be looking to buy low on Brees Hall, buy or you know buy low on Kyle Pitts for sure. I'm not all hopping on that DJ Moore train. I think that that team is a train what train wreck. If you ask me, that is the worst team in the NFL. Um, I think another guy that you can look at is a huge name in Devonte Adams. Uh, he had that monster monster Ooh, week boy. one, uh, and then has fallen off the face of the earth. Uh, you know, so week one, what did he have? 30 at 30 points, 17 targets. That is crazy. Mm. 10 receptions for 141 yards and a tutter. And then he had nine points week two, seven receptions, seven targets, two receptions, 12 yards and a touchdown. And then week three, he had 14 points, uh, 10 targets, five receptions and one touchdown. And I think that what's jumping out at me here is his snap percentage. He played 100% of snaps against Tennessee in week three. Uh, he is too talented to be putting up, you know, these numbers like he did in week two and week three. Uh, and so, you know, if you have someone in your league who is desperate, uh, you know, and they need to start winning games ASAP and they have Devontae Adams on their roster, go start setting trade offers for him because he will win you your fantasy league. Unfortunately, in our league, the person who owns him is Lewis. And Lewis not on the, the market is Lewis is the worst person in the world to trade with. Nope. Uh, so <laughs> solid exists. 
now Lewis still exists. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's not available in our league, but if he's available in yours, definitely go get him. Uh, and then uh, what do you guys think about some sell-high guys? Who, do you, who are you guys looking at and you're saying, I need to get this guy off my roster uh, and get as much as I can for him because I think he's about to start. Clyde. Clyde, 100% agree. Clyde. Huge. Let's, let's expand on that. carries in three weeks. 22. His passing down work isn't even... He's providing some kind of value there, but personally, um, his snap percentage has been low. Even in the game, the first two games, they were blowing people out. So in the fourth, it, he started you know, not seeing as many snaps. But this game, when they were down, they were, I think Jerick McKinnon led the team in snaps. Um, Am I reading this right? He had seven attempts for zero yards. Zero yards. Yes. Zero yards, correct. And a touchdown. He had, five, he had five for negative one, and then he got a one-yard <laughs> touchdown. And then he got soft again. What His value came from that touchdown and those five catches. That's an all-time stat line, by the way. Actually. <laughs> this is definitely... Still dropped 15 points. Yeah. I know yeah. if you had him and you're starting him, you're proud. But, I mean, you should be proud to trade him. I think package him and something and try to try to get an upgrade at running back. Honestly, I would trade him straight up for, like... I'd trade him straight up for a lot of running backs that are kind of... Z-Pat. If you could get Kamara and trade Clyde, please. Not, not, not one for one. I think I think a good one for one trade is Clyde for Cordell Patterson. If you can do that, Ooh. I think you. What about what about James Robinson straight up? James Robinson. Are, uh, are you selling high on James Robinson? No, I believe. You're a believer. Yeah, and this is coming from someone who talked down on him preseason. Disrespectful. Uh, Achilles injury. No, you know it's disrespectful. Let me show you guys this really quick. Week three, and I know I lost, and I'm on three, but um. <laughs> I just want to go to the online league really quick and show you guys this. Um, Gator, this is this is this is what I find disrespectful. Played Jeff Wilson against the the best run run defense in the league over James Robinson, and he mm-hmm. lost by deserved. five deserved. six points exactly. Well deserved, well deserved. So uh, How if did you he got... get that many running backs on his roster, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But it's because in the previous league he had Cam Akers as his first running back, I think, after Lenny. So he was like, I got it. I'm not doing the same mistake. <laughs> there, there you go. You just started um, hauling him. What's uh, uh what how, how are you about? how are you feeling about um just in general, like at the receiver position this year, there's obviously been a lot of surprises. I think Noah Brown's receiver twenty five, if I am not mistaken. Um, but like just going through some of these names, are are you guys interested in anybody um how much waiver fab are you going to spend on certain players? Like if Jamal Williams is out there in any league, I, I don't think he's out there in any of our leagues, but if Jamal Williams is out there knowing that Swift is going to miss some time and, and stuff like that, are you, how much fab are you spending? 251. So about 25% of the fab? 20, 25% of the fab. He's, he's only going to be the starter for about four. He's not going to steal that starting job from Swift. Uh, the reason that he's so high up is because he is a touchdown vulture. He's looking like James Conner last year. Um, yeah, I mean, he is a very talented running back. Uh, to think that at one time the Packers had Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon, and Aaron Jones on their roster is crazy. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he he's great. He's great in goal line situations. He's a great leader. Um, and he's just a really, really great running back. Uh, I think he might be a little bit touchdown dependent. He doesn't really have a lot of receiving upside. Uh, but yeah, majority, I mean, he's got four. He's, I think he has the most touchdowns or the second most touchdowns in uh, for running backs this year. Yeah. Um, what's, what's crazy to me about him is he actually used to be the receiver 
or the receiving option back in Green Bay. And now with Swift there, he's kind of resorted to being the goal line back. I think I'm more like spend 30, 35, 40% on him because you're going to get a guaranteed RB1 until Swift returns. And when Swift returns, personally, I feel more confident playing a guy like Jamal Williams than, or not maybe not so more would confident, you, but just would you the same. Would you yeah, trade Clyde for Jamal Williams? No. Mm. You could get more for Clyde. I think you can get more for Clyde, but in theory, I probably wouldn't, but I'd be looking. And... You're talking 35% of your fad. That's that's a lot. Yeah, I'd give up more for Clyde. He's he's an RB1, you know, regardless of, of how he's looked. He's RB1 over there in Kansas City. Yeah. You know, um, the Lions have scored the most touchdowns in the league. I think that's going to regress eventually, especially with Amon Ra being kind of nicked up um, just in general. But uh, definitely spend fab on Jamal Williams if he's out there. What about Khalil? Got to talk about Khalil Herbert. He's running. They're basically eight and nine. Are you spending fab on him? I think he looks better than David Montgomery. I don't know why they don't use both of them more. There should be a committee, in my opinion. Um, Did you watch that Packers Monday night game or Sunday night game? The Packers, which one? Packers Bears last week. Last week, I saw some of it. David Montgomery. He, he looked good looked too. Montgomery great. Cooked, yeah. He looked great. Three yards of carry. He played 80% of snaps. Uh, 15 attempts for 122 yards, eight yards of carry. I mean, it's just really unfortunate what ended up happening to him, that injury. I oh, think that he, he explodes for that same stat line if he stays healthy that game. Yeah, I agree. And and we're seeing what Herbert does with the same amount of carries. They're the same player, just save them a little bit. You know, I, I mean, in terms of fantasy, I guess not. But he, I mean, yeah, the Montgomery went crazy, but Herbert had four for like 38 or something. He He played good too. Like they just, the Packers could not stop the run. And it was what it was, but they're definitely both. Um, they're both very talented. I'll say this: if you're in the dynasty league, I'm leading Herbert over Demont. I know Demont looks better now, but I think. Um, I don't know. Just less tread on the tires. I I do like Herbert a lot, and he was actually a receiving option in when he was in college. Um, kind of reminds me of Aaron Jones a little bit with the way he the way he plays, but ironically, he's I think he's like two two spots under Aaron Jones this year, just in general. What are you guys doing for Matt Collins, man? Swift, man. Talk to me about Matt Collins. He went nuclear this week. Talk about receiver one. Devontae Adams looked like receiver two next to that man this week. And this was obviously no Hunter Renfro. Um, but even last week with Hunter Renfro, I think he had eight targets. Um, you're, on, you're on running backs. Yeah, there you go. There he is, man. Are you spending fab on Matt Collins? If so, how much? Because I am in a predicament in one of my leagues. My receivers are dog water. They're all injured. I have three injuries at receiver. I'm basically starting Jahan Dotson or Jarvis Landry or Tyler Boyd, and I hate all three of them. Should I be throwing fab at him? Uh, I'm throwing like 5% of my fab at him. So I should throw like 50 bucks at this. I'm not getting him for 50 bucks. These people spent like $900 on, I think it was Curtis Samuel. I mean, you got to look at what that team looks like, and that team looks like when healthy. Yeah. Devontae Adams. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and then Jump. Matt Collins. He's the fourth option. Um, Derek Carr is not that good. I have him in two leagues, so I can say this. He is not that good. Uh, this is an anomaly. It happens every year. You get one or two or three guys that pop off for a crazy amount, and they're sitting on the waiver wires. And I think if you spend a lot of your fab on this guy, it's going to be a waste. Uh for me, I'm more looking at guys like Romeo uh, Dobbs, 
Dubois. I don't know mm-hmm. how to say his name. Dubs, yeah. Romeo Dubs. Dubs. Uh, you know, he is available on some waiver wires uh, for sure. Uh, he looked great. He looks like he's going to try and carve out that number one role in uh, Green Bay. Um, uh, he looked he looked really, really good. Uh, I'm targeting guys like Khalil Herbert over him. Um, over Hollins, correct? Yeah, over Hollins. Yeah. I'm targeting okay, guys like... Um, I'm not going to lie. I actually had no idea who you were talking about when you were asking me what to do with this guy. Like, I, once I looked him <laughs> up, I, I've never seen that face. Um, He's... he Yeah, man. He just started playing good recently, obviously. I think a career high in catches, yards. He, I mean, he's had a touchdown before. But he just... He honestly looked good, too. He's kind of slow, but it worked. 29. So, so I'm just... I don't know, man. Uh, another guy, thought, another guy I'm targeting over Matt Collins is KJ Osborne. Uh, love me some KJ. He looks better than Thielen, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, 75% snap percentage, eight targets, five receiving, five five receptions, 73 yards in a tutter. That's a really good stat line. Um, uh, what's it called? If He's he's such he's like a slot guy. I, Kirk Cousins isn't like that. He's gonna want to target this guy. I I picked I ended up picking him up last year, uh, in in I think like two of my leagues and starting him in a couple games. And he like consistently gave me like ten to or like twelve to fifteen points like every game. Uh, yeah, like at the end, if you go back to twenty twenty one, we got week thirteen. He's got fourteen. Week fourteen, seventeen. Chicago, he dropped five, but then you know he finished the season out with seventeen, uh, fourteen, and nine. Uh. I think he's a super talented wide receiver. Um, and Kirk Cousins, if, if teams are going to keep triple triple covering Justin Jefferson, there's going to be enough enough to eat. Uh, I think Adam Thielen and KJ Osborne can coexist. Uh, I think it's like a wait and see. I think you could pick him up, maybe drop 5% of your fab. Like, 50, you know, yep. if, you're, if you're using $1,000, spend 51 bucks, pick him up, put him on your, you know, keep him on your bench and look to see. Because if Adam Thielen gets hurt, or, you know, God forbid Justin Jefferson gets hurt, KJ Osborne can be a solid wide receiver too week in, week out. Yep. I that's what I believe. He's gonna be way more expensive than he's gonna be right at this moment. Right, yeah. Right now, this is the time to buy him for sure. Another guy, uh there's 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 a lot of people. There's a lot of people to look at at the on the waiver wires. Isaiah McKenzie played a pretty good yeah. game. Yeah, if if he's out there, I think I think he shouldn't be. Um, but if he is, I think you definitely should get him specifically. I'm not. Uh, I yeah. would target probably McKenzie over Osborne. Um, but they're they're right there. They're neck and neck. I think this is also for people who are like in deep sleeper leagues. A player that personally, I mean, I'm gonna give out maybe a little bit too much information here. Um, Alec Pierce. I know probably nobody's gonna take him now, but uh, just looks very good. Week one, he did drop two touchdowns. I've actually. I've gotten into arguments with people. He's a rookie receiver out of Cincinnati. If you don't know who he is, he's like 6'3", ran like a 4 flat at the comp, 4'4", four, four flat at the combine. He is just an athletic freak who possesses good hands and downfield ability. Um, got five targets this game, three catches, 61 yards. Uh, Paris Campbell looks bad, which is my, my main reason for this, is Paris Campbell is looking very, very bad so far. So I do like me some Alec Pierce in deeper leagues. Definitely like his... Um, just style of play, honestly. He's just open, gets open, mixed contested catches. Uh, nobody, I, I feel like there's nobody outside, aside from Pittman in this offense uh, in terms of pass catching. So, you know, having a, a second option in an offense, which in theory is supposed to put up points, isn't looking too too bad. And definitely if Zay Jones 
as you guys can see, our league, we have a lot of talented receivers up there. Still, Greg Dorch, gotta love you some Dorch. We don't have Zay enough bench. Jones. We don't have enough bench spots on our league. I was just thinking about that. Hey, I'm like looking uh, at my team, and there's like nobody I can drop. It's like I'm because here's, yeah. here's here's I think this is I think we can end on this guy at least for waiver wire pickups. This is if you are in super deep leagues or if you want just like a crazy, crazy pickup that people are gonna like put question marks on. Like, what is this guy doing? But you'll get him for free, a hundred percent. I if you have the roster spot available, put in a claim for Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I think that guy's going to get signed back to the Giants. He's going to go back home to where he started. And if he does, I think that he could be a legitimate threat. He could be a startable receiver on your team. Uh, there are no receiving options on that team. None. They're only with Sterling Shepard, and he's, uh, he's done for the season. So That, my friends, you know. is a saucy take. That's a saucy, if that's that's a saucy a, that's take. That's as saucy as the take is going to get right there, man. I Personally, I just... I like it. I like it. No, I'm. I'm if he, here's the thing: is right if, if he gets signed to the if he gets signed to the Giants, I think that people are going to be spending 15 percent of their fab on him uh, easily. And so, if you can get him for free, if you have the roster spot, snag him. Uh, you know, I was Lewis. looking. I I literally went to go put a claim on him. I looked at my team and I said, I can't drop any of these guys. <laughs> too risky but i would have definitely laughed at you in the chat if you would i don't know man I, I don't know how his acl is looking i think he tore it like he tore it in the super bowl so it's been what about to be eight months seven months yeah am i am i am i it might still be a little early um for that acl window but lewis let me ask you what has a higher chance of happening odell or malik willis <sighs> honestly man obj um I don't know, man. I don't think Malik is Malik is not it for this year. Okay, so I Tannehill. I picked. I actually picked Tannehill up. I saw people drop him. I don't have a good second quarterback, so I picked him up, and I'm very, very proud of picking him up. They had a shitty, shitty start to the season, incorporating all the new pieces. Their coach is very stubborn, using Derrick Henry, running him into a brick wall 27 times a game. Like they need to pass the ball every now and then, and they finally did. So with that said, with that said, you said you'd be laughing at Hunter if he added Odell to his roster, but me, I, I have Malik Willis on my roster. So, um, dude, I laughed at you in the draft. I've been laughing the whole way. You're zero and three, and you're rostering a backup quarterback who, even if he was to start, you would not start over your quarterback, man. What are you doing? Oh, I would, I would over Stafford and Matt Ryan and Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's a rough quarterback room. Holy yep. God. <laughs> That is rough. When you when you have a rough QB room like that, you know you gotta you gotta make decisions and and dart throws, you know. So I, I don't think you know, anybody will look at you twice if you drop that man. I'll trade you a quarterback. You won't want to got Jared Goff or Marcus Mariota. Take your pick. Oh, better than Malik Willis. Hunting. I think uh, I do want to talk about something here. Moving on from the waiver wires, I think uh, I want to focus personally on my matchup this week in the uh, high quality league. I matched up against. Uh, El Carbo, and I think mm-hmm. without about a, week three, okay. yes, week three. I think that without a doubt, uh, he has the best roster. We got Joe Burr, Jonathan Taylor, CMC, Jamar Chase, Amon Ra, Darren Waller, Tua. Uh, that's a crazy roster. And I, I, did love, how, I love how he skipped over Lockett, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And Dawson, Knox. Dawson Knox, uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, whatever. <laughs> I made a trade with him last week, as I spoke about. I gave him CMC for David Montgomery, AJ Brown, and Damian Harris. Um, and 
let me tell you, I blew him out of the water this week. I had the, if we go look at the, what's it called? The, uh, the weekly the awards. Yeah, weekly awards. Uh, I won. I got the biggest blowout award. Nice. I beat him by a margin of 29%, 40 points. Uh, and let me tell you, I that's my Super Bowl. Yeah, how did it feel? I was about to ask because Eli's that's team my Super is Bowl. looking spicy so far. But I do want to say, man, I know, I know it's my, hey, man, it's my brother Eli. We have the same hair color, you know. We got to stick together out here. We're one in the same, man. Got love for my boy, but uh, have you have you seen who leads the league in, in points scored so far? It's your boy, baby. Lamar. It's, oh no, man! It's it's me. It's my team. Oh, my team's I looking you're talking spicy. about like fantasy. Oh no, 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 no! I'm talking about just just points scored. I I I really like my team, and I think this is gonna. I mean, clearly, if you guys look at my roster, it's Lamar, a lot of receivers, and Saquon, like the the one RB strat. I never do this strategy. Let me tell you, from this point forward, I am only doing the strategy. I am tired of drafting two and three running backs in the first three rounds, especially after this year. I agree, one hundred percent. So it's it's they're so inconsistent. They get hurt. These receivers, look how nice these receivers do me, man. Devontae had a bad game, had 14. Waddle had a bad game, had 15. Hollywood with 28 for your boy, man. He got to put on, bro. I have his jersey in my closet, man. You know, he, he got to show up for your boy. 17 targets. 17 targets. That's the most targets in any game this season tied with Devontae Adams week one. Started dealing. Did me good. I have Olave on my bench, guys. And Mike Evans. Like, my receiving room is glorious. Hunter Renfro is on my IR spot. Looking mighty saucy. Of just, you know, a couple of tweaks here and there. My quarterback's kind of doo-doo outside of Lamar Jackson, but hey, I got QB one, so it's you know, it's 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 pretty chilling. Lewis, let's 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 talk. I'm talking. Let's we'll go. Do, let's do some trade talks right here live on the podcast right now. Go for it. Brees Hall. What do you think about okay. him? What do you think about um, him? Eleven oh, targets for a running back. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Senor Brees Hall. If I had him in Dynasty, I would be thrilled. Okay, okay. What do you think about Brees Hall? And... Uh-oh. It's about to get spicy. Lazard for Waddle. No. You need the running back. You're the one talking about it. I, I you, do need the running back. I don't I don't need him that bad to to diminish my receiver room with Waddle specifically. Um I know that's that's what it says. I'm not high on Lazard, and I don't think Brees Hall would be a um a confirmed start over Dylan Etienne or JK Dobbins. Uh I think that he is a confirmed start over all three of those running backs for sure. Who are your running backs? Did you start him this week? I did. Yeah, I did. My running backs are Javante Williams, David Montgomery, uh, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Damian Harris, Raheem Mostert. Hunter, would you do this trade? Brees Hall and Amari Cooper for Jalen Waddle? (laughs) And we got Lewis smiling over there. Lewis was talking so much shit off, you know, off cam a couple weeks ago about Amari Cooper. I don't want want anything to do with Amari Cooper. I don't. You don't? So you wouldn't do this? No. Not for myself. I would I would think about I like this one obviously better than the other one. I don't want anything to do with Amari Cooper, but I was wrong. He looks just as good as ever. 
Brissett is decent over there, decent enough to give him an Njoku value. Um, I don't know. I uh, definitely do like. Um, I personally, I I was you. I you know, hey, now we're chill, <laughs> <No>. bro. <laughs> He's not gonna give you better. Him, sw- but... You better swap Waddle to uh, Devontae Adams. Oh, that's an even trade if I've ever seen one. Wow. Oh, we have struck a little string in Lewis's we heart right now. Plenty of yeah, strings. We know My heart how he, is we know tingling right now. We got the Ravens, Mark Andrews. Yeah, I wouldn't Would do, do it for Waddle. Would you do this trade? Gerald Everett and Devontae Adams for Mark Andrews. What would my team look like? Gerald Everett. Team look like AJ Brown, Michael Pittman. Devontae Adams, Gerald Everett, Cooper, Amari Cooper. Or Brees Hall at my flex. I would have so much depth. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I would have to start making moves. I would do it. I would do it. Yeah, right now if you wanted to. Oh my god. I'd do it right now if you wanted to. You can afford Jesus. it, Lewis. I will say that you have the receivers. And this would get you the Lamar Andrews stack. Stack I want. Just, so a, just imagine how Sundays would be watching your boys play. I'm okay with doing this trade right now. I'm also okay waiting a week. Hmm. It's up to you. Hmm. Now so I, I do want to I do want to say a, a thing or two, guys, because I actually we were having this. I was having this discussion with a couple of friends today. I want to get your take on something really quick about receivers in general. I have a take. I think when people say receivers have so and so has bad hands, they they use it as a knock, and it's rightfully so. In my opinion, I think you want receivers who you're like, he has bad hands. Why? Because you're throwing him the ball enough for you to see his hands work. I actually I actually have a, a – give me just a second here. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. I have a graph of the receivers um, last year who led the league in drops. And you tell me out of these top 10 receivers who you would not want on your team. So receivers last year who led the league in drops, number one, Jamar Chase. Number two, Debo Samuel. Number three, DJ Moore. I mean, that's that's a takey one. There's but number still. one. I'm sorry. Said I don't want him. So there's there's one. There's one. Yeah, I mean, still that was you know that was last year. Mooney. He's been. This we is, don't talk about the Bears on this podcast. No, the Bears is is dead. Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb, Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle, Hollywood, A.J. Brown, Jay Jettas, Tyreek Hill. I want just about almost all those receivers. If you were to tell me. There's two out of 11 receivers there. Personally, guys, like, stop worrying about if a receiver doesn't have, like, you want the receiver who gets targets. Fuck their hands. Who cares? Yeah, he's going to drop a pass every now and then. He's going to get you upset, but he's getting targeted enough to, you know, drop those passes. All right, Lewis. I changed my mind. I'll do it right now. I just realized that I have Derek Carr in this league. I need the stack. (laughs) You need the stack. You get the stack. I get the stack. Everyone goes home happy. You know, I think we'd be doing the people listening and watching. We're, you know, we're an hour in now. You know, let's let's make it worth their time and actually so, do yeah. a live trade on the pod. So, Joseph, I I'm curious. I want to hear your side for both of us. Obviously, you you spoke on my side. I can't afford the trade. My receiving room is deep enough to make this acquisition. Regarding Hunter's side. Regarding in general, like, how are you feeling about this trade? I mean, you're the one who orchestrated. you pulling the strings low-key, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just plugged it in. You know, I think this benefits you guys equally. Like, I, I don't see a clear winner. And when you don't see a clear winner in a trade, 
that is as even as it gets. And the fact that you guys are both getting your stacks, man. I, threw, I just said the trade and I threw in a little, little something next to it. <laughs> I'm going to definitely take a look. Now, the reason I'm contemplating this trade is because I have my tight ends involved in another trade. Um, that's being processed. So I'm just curious what you guys believe in that trade, and just in general. It, it it is a trade for Garrett Wilson, and I would have to look at Kevin's team. I I forgot. I, I don't see any tra any trade being processed right now, sir. No, 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 no. This is this hasn't been processed. This was oh. offered, and I've been thinking about this. Mm. Is there a, is there a, a minimum amount of fab I have to add to a trade? Hmm. I think it's one dollar, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna throw in a dollar of fab. Nah. It's done. It's because it's because it's not letting me. Uh, I'm trying to click send here, and it's not. It's not going right. through here. Uh, I'll spoil think... a surprise. I'm trying to add six point nine, sixty nine dollars, six six dollars and ninety cents a fab. Just but you could do points. I think that's, that's what I said. Mean. That's what I, I was typed it out. I was like, wait, I can do this. Maybe that's why it's not going through. But you know what? I, yeah, you I'll, can't I'll do just, fractional. I'll just go sixty nine. Sixty nine dollars worth of fab. Wow. Just just a little bit of spice. You know, get you going a little bit. You know what, guys? I think this is gonna be this is gonna be historic right here because if he sends that offer, it's getting accepted right now. It's sent. Offer is sent. I wanna I wanna personally talk about selling high, talk about buying low. I think we just I think we did both of that right I there. Think I think I bought I think that. I bought low on Tay. And I think I just He's, bought Mark Andrews for the price. Yeah, you think I think Mark Andrews is the price. Oh, I gotta cut someone. Someone's getting cut. Oh, all right. How about Ooh. how about we get a little? Let's get a little. Who we, who are you cutting off the team, uh, Swift? Shit! Look put, at my pull roster. Pull my roster out. Who are we cutting? I told you to cut Rubber Woods, and he did. He ended up doing these. Oh my! Mariota, Juju. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, Mariota or Goff? I have both of those guys. I'd keep Goff, Mariota. Oh yeah, probably Mariota. Keep, keep in mind that who did Mariota play this week? The Seahawks? No, he just played the Seahawks. Um. I believe the Falcons play. I could just um, click on him. He plays the Browns Cleveland. at home. No Miles Garrett. Mm. Gerald Everett. He already dropped Mariota, so. Have you processed the trade yet? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's processed. I have to refresh my thing. I'm about to say I got scanned. I don't know. Scanned. I think I probably dropped. Jared Goff plays Detroit. I think Detroit ends up. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely agree with the sentiment. We have live okay. reactions already in the chat. People are responding. Solid. And Gator. Gator. Things, things went down, man. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> and sleep on it. Done live on... Yep, done live on the stream. I'm definitely going to sleep on this. I'm going to feel proud about this personally. I've been... My, think, my tight end uh, room is kind of... You know... I think Mark I mean, Andrews will finish as the tight end one on the year. Uh, but I think that I... In, in the past two weeks, I think I've gone from having the worst receiving room to having the best. You have... <laughs> which I think is a feat to be accomplished. And I will say, you know, take, take good care of my boy, Gerald Everett, man. He's, he's the guy yeah. I pounded the table for. And what do you know? He's a nice little sweetener in this deal for Mark Andrews. I think, I think one, I think one last thing before we uh, close out the pod, I think we gotta, I think we gotta look at the, what the teams look like now, what both of our teams look like now. Uh, we can start with uh, Lewis. I think you got to go to week four and it's going to yeah. pull it up. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So my team right now, it's looking, I'm pretty sure it's looking like Lamar, uh, Saquon at the, the solidified starters is going to be Lamar, Saquon at RB1, 
RB2 is going to be a turntable between Dylan, Etienne, and um, Mr. JK himself. But then my receivers, I still feel very good about. I got Waddle. I got Marquise. I got Mike Evans. I got Thielen on my bench. I have, if I'm not mistaken, I still have um, Chris Olave, Hunter Renfro. So I still got a piece of that offense over there, which I'm personally a fan of uh, young Hunter Renfro, trying to trade for him in a couple leagues. Yeah, that's so I definitely still do like my um, my receivers. I actually am trying to trade for Hunter. My receivers are so down bad. I just I just remember like looking back on that trade when we, when I was trying to get Waddle off your team uh, before he exploded against the Ravens, and I I offered you like a Renfro, and you were like, I don't like Renfro. <laughs> I don't I don't like Renfro fast, enough for Waddle. You know how what I'm fast saying? they switch up. I think <laughs> let's let's take a look here at my team now. Uh, right now with Dak Prescott being out, the starter is uh, Jared Goff, but. Dak Prescott Fine. comes back. We have Dak Prescott will be our quarterback. And then we're looking at my – I went from having a really strong running back room to now having a pretty weak running back room. But uh, with today's day and age of football, that is probably what you would prefer. And I was yes. thinking about this, Hunter. I understand that you're – like, I love Javonta Williams. And Brees Hall, as your, as your second running back, you know, it, it does look a little weak. But, man – these receivers, we are looking at Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, and Michael Pittman. And don't Those forget, are... don't forget, I got Amari Cooper in my flex. I got Alan yeah. Lazard, and I got Juju on my bench. I think if I'm you, I'm making, I'm, I'm texting oh, people yeah. right now for Juju and Alan Lazard. Second, second this podcast is over, I'm, I'm going to try and put together a huge package. You know, whether it's probably going to be, it's going to be centered around Juju uh, and David Montgomery or you know, like Lazard and Brees Hall, and I'm going to try and flip for a big boy running back. I don't know uh, if you're going to be able to trade a hurt running back in David Montgomery, you know, but... Well, you know, I well, think, maybe maybe it's a wait and see. Maybe it's, maybe yeah, it's a wait and see. I think maybe I think in a week, in a week or two. Oh, Camara. I don't know. Oof. Buy low. You were going to give me Saquon? Remember when we were talking about that whole oh, one for dude. one Saquon for Camara? Remember that? I said I would, I would think about it, man, but I just got to see it through. I had to see it through with Saquon. I took him for a reason. I think everybody clowned me for taking Saquon. Everybody was like, oh, that's way too high. I always say, bro, if you're not first, guys, you are last, last. in fantasy. There is no second place. So take your risk. Take your chances on players with upside. Don't be, you know, sprinkle in a couple players with floor because you always want to have them. But, um, you know. Wonder how they decided on the fab amount. Sixty nine yeah, no. is just the perfect number. I'm gonna be it's, very honest it's with you. Definitely the perfect amount for sure. I think I think the big storyline, regardless, I think the big storyline so far in this league, and it's not just me tooting my own horn. I think it's me going from having one wide receiver, you know, high end wide receiver two, fringe wide receiver one, to now having three, two, four, two solid, a hundred percent wide receiver ones in Devontae Adams and AJ Brown. And a guy who's looking great in Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, and then I got these guys on my bench: Amari Cooper, Juju, and Alan Lazard. I mean, you know, I don't. You know, don't, this is going to sound crazy. I'm actually thinking about this now. I, if I'm you, I'm keeping Juju and Lazard, and I'm flipping Cooper. I think he has the most value, and I think you'll solve your RB problem. Immediately. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that could that could be true. So you're thinking you're thinking a pairing of Cooper and Brees Hall. Yep. I'll give you Aaron Jones for those two. Whoa! <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, listeners, listeners at home. I think we gotta, we gotta take a, a take a look at this here. We what might have team? to edit some of the things what? we're doing in the middle out because we is, we need to include this everywhere. What does my team look like if I do this trade? I my team looks like Dak Prescott, Javante Williams, Aaron Jones, 
Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Gerald Everett, either Juju, Lazard, or David Montgomery at my flex spot, Derek Carr. Whole, can we get let's let's look let's look at the trade analyzer here. It's a big gain for me. Can we uh, look at the detailed analysis there? Shout out to uh, Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros, yes sir. Not sponsored. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Hopefully one day we'll pray. I mean, holy shit. Give me a second here. Give me a second here. And if you don't mind me jumping in on this trade, maybe we can work out a three-team trade because I'm I'm interested in DJ Moore. Okay. I want DJ. This, Moore. this is a big boy trade, you know. We're not we're not talking about small pieces right now. Right? Come on, man. Maybe, just just maybe... just tell me just tell me what you're what you're offering. I'll tell you yes or no right now. I mean, it doesn't have to be with you. Maybe I get DJ Moore and he gets whatever piece from my team. It doesn't mm. have to be with you because mm. I don't think you want dealing or. Um. Obviously, maybe Hunt, uh, he can't, can't give him Hunter Renfro, so it would be for you. I hate to and do I'll this to you, Hunter. I hate to do this to you, bro, but I, I'm just kidding. What? I'm just kidding. This is, I'm, I'm That's okay. I, I, I didn't want to do it anyways. I looked okay. at Aaron Jones' stats, and it just it didn't pop out at me. I was yeah. going to tell you, I was gonna tell you, let's wait a week, you know, see what yeah. happens. I, 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 I unfortunately can't afford to do this trade because not only is Dalvin Cook hurt, but Swift is hurt. I am I am left with Aaron Jones, so this isn't even possible for me, unfortunately. Probably gonna this? have to start Chase Edmonds next week. I really, 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 one second. I really want Madison, and I will pay whatever it takes to get Madison. Shout out Eli. Hey Swift, we'll leave the viewers with this: Amari Cooper, Brees Hall, DeAndre Swift. He's gonna no be out. He's gonna be out for three to four weeks. You get players that you can start now. You're 0 3, man. It's I need a win. Season. I need a win. Is it? Listen, I, I, I'm not saying let's do this now, but I'll, I'll yeah. leave you with that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave, leave that. We'll leave yeah. that with you. How about we pull it? Let's just get a look at it on Fantasy Pros. Okay. I don't know if they're going to take into account the fact that DeAndre Swift is going to. No, that gets updated tomorrow. It gets updated. Yeah, he's still RB nine. So. Yeah, I think he falls down to like RB fifteen, RB RB sixteen around that area. Um. What's it looking like? Two percent. Two percent. Yeah, I think I think if you take into account that that six, the probably like the six or seven running back spots that he's going to fall, it, it ends up being a pretty even trade. Um, it gets updated tomorrow. I I check it. It gets updated every single Wednesday or Tuesday, like night, night, night. I think it is past Tuesday night, night, night. But you know, regardless, it should be getting updated very, very soon here. All right. Well, I think that that was a successful. successful successful episode and you know what better way to finish off success than just really quick recapping some of our prize picks smacks of the week baby yep i'm just going to talk about them here i had a i had a you know we for people who gamble and bet you know you put units down so like the amount of money doesn't really matter it's really the percentage of your budget like how much are you putting down i put i believe a 30 percent bet on my budget on ryan Tannehill. And Chris Olave on prize picks. Wow. I took Tannehill over 200 and a half yards. I think that was a freaking gimme. He had 195 yards at halftime. And I had the Olave over 38 and a half receiving yards. And he had that in one play. And I told Joseph, he's going to get more than 38 yards in one play. And he got 40 something. I love, love, love Chris Olave. I love, love, love Ryan Tannehill at 205. 
I mean, 200.5 passing yards. And it was just a absolute smash for your boy. And I missed my parlay with the Giants, sadly, blowing my ticket. But, you yeah. know, it was only a dollar bet because, you know, I just throw some shit together sometimes. What I about, got a, about you guys? I got I got two wins this weekend on prize picks. Uh, we'll start with the little baby one. It was a month. It was a little Monday night sprinkle. Uh, half a unit. I did uh, Noah Brown over receiving yards, 37.5, smashed. I did Saquon over rushing plus receiving yards. Uh, that smashed by about 10, 11 yards. And then I did Tony Pollard over rush receiving yards. Five, uh, you know, that was a, uh, what's it called? Five to win 25, uh, which is pretty good. And then the big boy hit of the week, which Swift, when I sent it to him before before the game started, he said, I don't know why you would do that. I never touch these guys, and these guys are quarterbacks. I did a four-pick, uh, $10 power play, $10 to win 100. Mitch Trubisky over 191.5. Joe Flacco mm-hmm. over 234.5. Marcus Mariota over 190.5. And Joe Burrow mm-hmm. over 263.5. All of those hit pretty comfortably by about 15 to 20 yards. Uh, you know, So that was $10 to win 100. And... Uh, you know, stay on the lookout for some of our picks. I actually got one cooked up right now. I'll give you a little, little hint. It's again, okay. I'm going back to the quarterbacks. Ten dollars to win a hundred. Four picks. Josh Allen over two eighty five point five against a horrific. I'm sorry, Lewis. A horrific Baltimore secondary. I think that that is a smash. I think that line should be set at like three hundred yards. I got Jacoby Brissett over two hundred point five against Atlanta. Uh, what's it called? Geno Smith did that. Uh, and I think that Jacoby Brissett could definitely get that done. I got Russell Wilson over 225.5 against Las Vegas, who have the second worst secondary in the NFL behind the Ravens. I don't think we're the worst, but yeah, continue. We're definitely bad. Okay. Card- Cardinals are up there. Cardinals yeah. are up there. And then I got, this is, you know, this is a little risk take here, but I like it. Justin Herbert against Houston, 270.5 over. Uh, Justin Herbert last week with broken ribs against, you know, I would think, I think people would say a good Jacksonville defense. He still was the last time we said that, right? Yeah. He's Jackson. He still threw for 297 with broken ribs against a good Jacksonville defense. He's now going into playing against a Houston defense, uh, who, uh, what's it called? Russell. Yeah. It's Houston. Come on. You know, next. Yeah. I think Justin Herbert hits that comfortably. I think that uh, I think the big risk in here is probably Jacoby Brissett. Um, I like it. Jacoby Brissett hit it against the Steelers, who I, he hit the over two hundred against the Steelers, who I think have a good uh, pass defense, a much better pass defense than the uh, Falcons. Um, I think that they're going to start looking to get these receivers involved more. David Njoku had a breakout game. Amari Cooper had another great game. Uh, Donovan's Peoples Jones has some electric speed, some big explosive play uh, power, and I think Jacoby Brissett will hit that. But I do acknowledge that it is a risk, just how because of how run dependent that team is. So, you know, I'm riding with that. I wouldn't go more than a unit on it. It's just it's just a little sprinkle. If you want, keep your eye out on the lines, see if the lines move up or down. And, you know, you know, keep an eye out on it. I like to get my quarterbacks in early. I don't, you know. I feel like those lines don't really end up moving too much. Last week, a great example, uh, Swift was telling me that people were smashing 
the under on Mitch Trubisky's uh, receiving or, or passing yards. Uh, his line started at like what? 200? 200.5. 200. 200.5. It ended up moving down to what? 185. 185. Uh, so definitely you want to keep an eye on that stuff. I saw his line move down to 190. I said, Mitch Trubisky is a quarterback in the NFL that's not named Justin Fields. Anybody <laughs> can hit this. Uh, that's as know. much Bears talk as you're going to get. That's Yeah, there you go. Uh, so if you guys got anything else. I got one last little sprinkle, man. Shout out Prize Pick. Taco Tuesdays, baby. Get your bets in on Tuesdays. Pair them with your favorite Sunday bet. You got up to $25 per Taco Tuesday pick. And today's Taco Tuesday, the one that I bet on was Joe Burr. They gave him a nice little taco. They brought his uh they brought his passing yards down to 240 and a half. I think you gotta take that personally. Um it's 241 yard, uh 246 yards for Justin Herbert. Like I'll I'll take that. I think he's hit that every single time this year. And I sprinkled that in there with a little bit of Tyreek, a little bit of cheetah action. You got the Bengals and you gotta get the cheetah in there too. You know what I'm saying? Uh over 75 and a half receiving yards. I think he's getting that in two plays. He was talking shit about Eli Apple. He said yeah, he's, he's gonna find he's, out. He's cooking Eli Apple. He's so uh, it's it's about to get serious. One thing you learn about people when they come down to Florida, man, if they pick up that swag, that not not only with the Dolphins but with the Heat too, when they pick up that you know that South Florida swag, you know shit gets serious down here. Look at Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy it buckets. Got gotta end gotta end the episode on Jimmy buckets, man. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. This was a longer episode, but hey, man, we were just talking facts. Y'all got. Absolute gold mines here. Waiver pickups, sell highs, buy lows. You saw a live trade. How many times are you going to be able to see? Like, I wasn't even sure that that trade was going to happen. That was but not a happened. part. That was not a part of the agenda, by the way. That, it, that was, was, it, was it was not. not. It was not. We, like, had, we had talked about maybe talking about like some trades, like, you know, maybe bringing up like, oh, I think I'm going to send this guy this offer. But, you know, I did yeah. I, little did I know that it was going to go through between two members on here. And uh, I think that we both left or leaving this trade happy, which rarely happens. A hundred percent. Some typically somebody's getting fleeced, especially when those two big names are getting moved, you know, guys of and Andrews and Adams. But guys, per usual, man, as you guys can see, everybody up here is saucy. So you guys gotta stay saucy, my friends. <laughs>